yourself What are you searching for? Welcome to Karate Kid Minute, a podcast where we discuss the original 1984 classic, The Karate Kid, one shoot fight minute at a time. I'm Robin. I'm Matt. And we have a special guest here with us, and hopefully for all these bonus episodes. Hey, my mouth is full. (laughs) She's got cake in her mouth. Uh, She's stuffing her cake hole. uh, (laughs) She really has a cake hole. Uh, What's like worse? That, it makes me lose my appetite. Yeah. What's worse, a cake hole or a pie hole? <laughs> I don't know. I think cake hole is worse. Cake hole sounds dirtier. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, this is minute 124 of the Karate Kid. It begins with the cast credits, starting w- with Ralph Macchio as Daniel, and ends with the credit for first first assistant director Clifford C. Coleman. But <laughs> I'm Mel, by the way. Didn't we? We already did that, right? I don't right? think so. Oh. I don't think so. She, she was just Listen. established as the, the cake-eating person. <laughs> cake, cake, cake hole lady. The <laughs> listener's like, oh, some And lady. Mel, that's the cake hole lady. <laughs> that's my credit. That's my credit in this movie. <laughs> yeah, like the log lady, but more fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have we introduced you enough? Yes. For now. Oh, and if you, if you hear... Uh, any sort of noise in the background that is my dog chewing on a bone so i apologize um once uh, people start sending us money i will definitely uh start thinking more about quality oh uh speaking of uh i do actually have to apologize to our listeners for last week no not for the obvious uh <laughs> hopefully, hopefully everybody had a fun time listening but i discovered in uh, uh editing quote unquote the episodes uh that uh, i wasn't actually speaking into my microphone i was speaking through my laptop microphone oh, so no. i sounded very uh, like our 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 guests actually had better audio than i did at least <laughs> and matt you said it good too so um you done it yeah, up i did and and like for the best minutes of course you know <laughs> dang it well, yeah, here we are at minute 124. We're at the credits, but uh, this movie's biomimetic podcast will not be delving into the list of notable projects by the key grip. Uh, I have been guilty of reading long bits of trivia from INDV and Wikipedia, but that doesn't seem right. Like, like it might be interesting for the listeners. So for this minute and each of the minutes after, we're going to be saying goodbye to a few friends who won't be back by highlighting another project of theirs. Uh, we, we start with a person. We are possibly saddened the most about leaving um because we just you know we spent so much time with them in the movie and, and uh, more more time i think in when we discuss cobra kai uh but talking about billy zapka william zapka who tech technically does come back for karate kid 2 briefly yeah that's true yeah and he does have a credit for karate kid 3 i guess it must be a flashback <laughs> oh probably yeah <laughs> but uh yeah, we do get a little extra Johnny time at the beginning of part two, but and and you know, eventually future Cobra Kai seasons. Uh, so, uh, which they are filming, so I'm excited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna admit for today's special episode, we don't have much to work with. There, there were several movies I considered spotlighting, where he's playing a bully, like uh, Greg in Just One of the Guys or Chaz in Back to School. Have you seen all of his movies or just like no, just the, 
Just, just, just the most popular ones, I would say. Okay. I'd seen have you seen just one of the guys? Yep, I have. Yeah. Is it any good? Yeah, yeah. I well, I I haven't seen it since I was young. You know, since I was watching movies in, you know, the eighties and nineties. Yeah. Um. But All I know uh, is it's about a lady, a lady who joins the, the boys' sports team in high school and tries to pretend she's a boy or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and both of those movies, you know, I, he's definitely popular, popular for, but it's not like he's like one of the main stars, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so uh, I, I don't know. And, and it's like after that, Hollywood seemed to kind of stick him in the third or fourth build in B movies. Uh, let me give you an Even example. in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes. Isn't he like sixth build? No, or he's like he's like right after the like. So he's... they they showed like Bolo Young and like all these different people, and then and then after the movie title, the rest yeah. of the actors. But Billy Zabka was first after the movie title. He was like <laughs> fourth or fifth or something. Yeah, no, I think he was fourth. Well, I think arguably he is one of the stars of this movie uh, we're gonna talk about. But I I did want to mention here's his filmography from 2002. Okay. Gale Force, Hypersonic, Land Speed, Dark Descent, and Antibody. What are these movies? I have no idea. <laughs> is, it a, channel? is it a series? <laughs> no, just just a just a bunch of B movies. I maybe Sci-Fi wow. Channel. I don't know. Hmm. But yeah, that's when I you know we jumped the gun a little bit, but that's okay. Uh, th- I discovered a B movie in its own right from 1993 that I thought was worth spotlighting. It's called. Shoot fighter, fight to the oh, death. I thought we introduced that already, but I guess yeah, we already like kind of. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Yeah, people people saw the title when they hit download. Right, right. You guys, <laughs> guys want to let the trailer play now? Yes. Okay. Here it is. In the shadowy world of full contact martial arts, there exists a new phenomenon that is sweeping the world. It is a competition more vicious and more deadly than any you have ever seen before. What kind of fighting are we talking about? It's called shoot fighter. Shoot fighter, fight to the death. I hope you bought your body bag. Let the competition begin. Where men fight to win. Or never fight again. One night, 3,000 bucks. You gotta do this. Shoot fighter. Let me quickly explain the rules. In the ring, there are no rules. There can be only one champion. Starring martial arts wizard Bolo Young of Double Impact and Bloodsport. Martin Cove of Rambo, William Zabka of The Karate Kid, Marian Dabo from The Living Daylights, and introducing three-time world karate champion Michael Bernardo, Edward Albert of Getting Even, and 13 of the world's greatest, most electrifying masters of the martial arts. The trap is set. You're up. We should get the hell out of here. It is a deadly game where survival depends on one simple rule. Kill or be killed. I don't waste my time with losers. You may return next month for the finals. But be advised, in the finals we use weapons. Gentlemen, it's time. Exploding with head-spinning martial arts action like nothing ever before brought to the screen. Welcome to the finals. You're up next. It's the ultimate hand-to-hand combat. To the death. Finish him. Shoot fighter. Fight to the death. 
Yes, you heard right. Not only is Billy in this movie, but the big bad is played by none other than Martin Cove. <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, Matt, <clears throat> uh, Wikipedia literally says on the page for Shoot Fighter, it has a section for notability. And it says under that section, this film is notable for reuniting Martin Cove and William Zabka, who played antagonists in the Karate Kid. So there's your definitive point more definitive. Yeah. (laughs) Although no one fought you on it all season. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, just kind of hearing that I was, I was sold, but, and then, and then I did some more research on, I'm like, okay, is this really going to be worth delving into? I don't want to sit around for like an hour and a half and watch something that's not worth my time or, or our listeners time. Um, but uh, then I noted, then I discovered that the the fight choreography was run by none other than resident badass, our favorite referee, the winner of 1984's All Valley Best Mustache, Pat Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> it's very different choreography. <laughs> yes, Crying yes. Uh, okay, so here's the IMDb summary. It says, Nick and Ruben are hoodwinked into a shoot fighter martial arts match by the evil Mr. Lee, who has a grudge against world shoot fighter champ and teacher of Nick and Ruben, Shingo. So <laughs> there may be a few listeners that started this podcast and thinking, man, we're not, I'm not going to watch this. But now they've heard the trailer. They've heard all this trivia. And I do want to just remind you again, this is free on YouTube uh, to watch. In fact, the movie actually has two different versions there's the r-rated version and then there's the uncut version which has a lot more gore in it the the uncut version is on youtube that's the one we watched (laughs) so so if you really want to watch this movie in all its glory it is on youtube and it's free it's not one of those free with ads it's literally free So hopefully, hopefully by the time people hear this is still up there, but it's just uh, some random person uploaded it, right? I I think so. Or maybe, maybe like the, the film studio. I don't know. So yeah, I just want to give you folks a chance to pause the podcast, uh, and, uh, come (laughs) back after. All right. Uh, so, uh, I'll let you go. Okay. And okay. So you're back. All right. So, (laughs) (laughs) So I'm so excited uh, to talk about this movie. Uh, I'm going to give a uh, cursory recap from beginning to end because there are just so many things I want to highlight, but we're not going to break it down minute by minute. Um, (laughs) So, so Matt, Mel, let's just start with your overall impressions of this movie. I don't have to single out any in particular scene. We'll be talking about them guaranteed, but like, what did you think of this movie? Uh, (laughs) I've seen like, a bajillion of these kinds of movies yes you have (laughs) uh just the late 80s early 90s like b movies of the martial arts variety yeah starring the same actors over and over (laughs) again uh sometimes um direct-to-video sequels to bigger martial arts movies they're just uh yeah they're a dime a dozen (laughs) um (laughs) so yeah this was i haven't watched one like that though it, since the 90s so it's nice. kind of nice it's kind of nice to watch it was uh, it did uh, you feel nostalgic yeah a little bit oh <laughs> it's like rented a movie a random movie just based on its uh box art from the rental store with my dad yeah, and, uh, yeah. watching a random martial arts movie Aww. but uh, <laughs> oh, that looks like a cool move i'll rent this <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah so always little, chasing little kid watching like throats being ripped out yeah whoa <laughs> we're always chasing that 
Bloodsport and Kickboxer High, you know? <laughs> we, yeah. we never found it. Yeah, well, <laughs> this has sort of a little bit of the Bloodsport. <laughs> I know. It's, I mean, like I said, they're all similar themes. Yeah. They're just not as yeah. well made. Yeah. Um, but, I, I'm, you know, I've seen Bolo Young in multiple things. It's the first time I've ever seen him as a good guy. That, that yeah, right. I could never picture him as a good guy. He just has a bad guy face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, He's got very juicy lips. <laughs> That's what Mel kept saying every time he had a close-up. <laughs> His lips are so juicy. <laughs> Mel, are you getting a little crushed? Did you want to <laughs> give Bolo a kiss? I mean, no, I think I Matt will give you a hall pass if you want. I just thought his lips were especially <laughs> large. I was like, wow. Just like his pecs. <laughs> He's got also got a very, like, his his upper torso is just so wide. Like, I've never <sighs> seen such a wide upper torso in my life. Yeah, that dude's like physicality. He, he's just so stacked. He just yes. looks like, uh, I don't know, like a tank. You know, you do not want to mess with that guy. Um, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I hadn't seen William Zabka in many of these types of movies, so it was cool to see him in it, though. But I yeah. think I think the guy who plays Nick. Um, what's his name? Uh, Michael Bernardino, I think it is. Yeah, I think he was in a lot more of these type of movies. Oh, wow. and he might have he might have done some like sequels to like Van Damme movies or something. From what I remember, I can't. Remember. Your family was right big into Van Damme. <laughs> they still are. <laughs> yeah. Mel, uh, what were your what I were your it. overall impressions? Who, Sorry, me? Matt. Yep. Uh, there were uh, it was. So the movie kind of confused me because I thought it felt like you were watching a movie from the 80s, but it was from the 90s because like just the styles and the quality of it, I was like this. So, yeah, I was just really confused. It was just like it just felt like a, a leftover from the 80s, like that someone just found in a basement somewhere and they're like, oh, let's release this. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. I mean, like Matt said, yeah, it's it's one of those dime a dozen movies. I kind of mm. lost attention partway through, but then I kind of came back into it, so it's all right. <laughs> were you bored by all the fights that were in this movie? It was like, all... fight after fight <laughs> after fight. <laughs> was so much, and it's not that I mind watching fights, but it, there was just so many. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. That's I never thought I'd say. There's too many fight scenes in a movie. <laughs> there was too many. too many fight scenes in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Just... This was like the, yeah. like the Karate Kid tournament. If they allowed gore and if we got to see the entire fight every single time. Yeah. I, 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 I'm sorry, but I'm one of those stereotype typical people that need a story. I need a story. <laughs> Is it too much to ask <laughs> for? Stories. For stories? <laughs> Uh, well, we will we will go through this story because it <laughs> is epic. I cannot wait to talk about this. Let's start with some uh, quick credits, though. Uh, okay, so you know we'll get into the cast, but I wanted to talk about a few of the people, a couple of people behind the scenes. Okay, so n- really not a lot to talk about, but for instance, the director, his name is Pat Allen. This is the only film he's ever directed. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Hey, uh, the sequel. Oh, there's a sequel. Nope. Nope. This is written by three guys. Mostly, uh, most notably, though, because the other guys don't really have uh, any credits, really. Uh, Chip Lynn. Um, he's one of the guys behind the Power Rangers TV oh. series. 
And apparently this is the only film he's ever helped write. He he mostly works like in the writer's room for, you know, all the different Power Rangers uh, uh, shows. So um, and finally, the composer. I mean, did you guys notice a great score? <laughs> it's pretty... I can't recall the score at all. <laughs> mostly uh, keyboards. <laughs> mostly keyboards. The composer is Joel Goldsmith. Uh, he is Jerry Goldsmith's son. No. Yeah. I was going to say. <laughs> Joel wow. uh, is most famous for composing the music to the Stargate TV franchise. Like every single Stargate TV show, he 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 was the guy that worked on the music for it. So, And uh, he also collaborated with his dad on uh, Star Trek First Contact. Wow. So, yeah. Uh, Jerry Goldsmith did most of the Star Trek movies. Um, all right. So that's really all the all the credits. <laughs> just, to, just to let everybody know what we're getting into here. Um, somebody's never directed before. Uh, somebody's never written a movie screenplay uh, for or since. Um, and uh, the son of a composer. Uh, and uh, so many actors here. I cannot wait. Uh, okay, so let's get started. Okay. So the movie starts in Hong Kong at the end of a tournament, and we see the top build star of this movie, Bolo Young, uh, plays Shingo, uh, winning, I think, like a semifinal. And I just want to say right off the bat, it is so funny that this is billed as a Bolo Young film because, mm -hmm. like, he's, he's just all, he's barely in it. Mm -hmm. And also, like, I straight up, I want to give him credit as a if 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 Bolo uh, was around during the age of silent film, I think he'd be a great silent film. <laughs> he would be. Because he doesn't talk. He like kind of like, especially I, when I he's assume like, it's based. It's because he's uncomfortable speaking English. Yeah. So I'm assuming. Like his most, like um, the most dialogue he really ever has is when he's talking in his own native language uh, to his mother. Yeah. Uh, Bolo's character uh, later on owns, uh, I believe a, like a martial arts school and like a restaurant. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm confused though. Like his name is Shingo, which I've never heard for a Chinese person. Mm. I've only heard it for Japanese. I just looked it up on Google. Apparently it can be used for a Chinese person, but it's like really out of date. It's like primarily a Japanese name. Um, and, and later on uh, they're wearing karate geese, Japanese <laughs> martial art. But he's mm -hmm. called Sifu, which is Chinese for master. So, right. Very confusing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then we see the great Martin Cove as Mr. Lee uh, come out and he's got to fight his opponent. Uh, Lee, like, really wants to get to the finals to fight Shingo. Um, you never really so find out why, do we? Just because he's the best, I guess? Around. Uh, <laughs> I assume. Uh yeah, I don't know. There is some sort of like uh, feud between them. There, so he's he, like something about his honor or something. Oh, and he hurt his wrist or something. Yeah, previously. It, that, that's the other thing. He's wearing a cast on his wrist. It, I've I've watched this movie twice. It's never explained why he's wearing a cast. I like. I assume, like I, I, watching the movie, I'm assuming. Oh, this is an injury that Shingo gave him. You know, that's years what it seems ago. Like. Yeah. And then, then I'm like, wait, did maybe Martin just like injured himself before filming? And they're like, ah, whatever. We'll just, <laughs> he's a guy with a cast. It'll, it'll add like mystery and intrigue. 
right. don't know if it's a cast or like just a brace or a brace, it looks yeah. like a brace to me. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, carpal tunnel brace. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you're the one who made me get stuck in that dead end desk job, and I developed <laughs> carpal tunnel. I've been working on this screenplay for Shingo to star in my movie, and yet he keeps turning me down. <laughs> <laughs> I must kill him. Shall we talk about Martin Cove's appearance in this movie? Um, to me, he looks younger. Yeah, but does. I don't know. Maybe it's because of his bleach blonde hair. <laughs> Probably, yeah. My dude, he, my he does look younger somehow. <laughs> my dude is, is like almost. This is over ten years later, isn't it? Yeah, uh, got a little bit of almost years. almost ten years. Yeah, maybe got a little bit of Botox. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, he to me, he's looking like a cross between uh, Point Break, Patrick Swayze, and Captain Ron Kurt Russell. Like mm-hmm. he, <laughs> just the bleach blonde hair, and he like let his hair grow out a bit. You know. Yeah. Um. You guys mentioned the credits before. I think my favorite credit is like midway through all the names, all of a sudden it pops up and says special appearance by Martin Cove. Yeah. <laughs> and so when I saw that, I was like, oh, so it's, this is the beginning. You know, this is, this is, this is all we'll see him. And that's what uh, I thought. But he's like the big bad in this movie. He's like mm. in many scenes. <laughs> yes. It should have been special appearance by Bolo Young. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> They should have switched them. <laughs> it reminds me of um, on my uh, other podcast, We Don't Want to Wait, you know, I used to do. And the last show we worked on was Gilmore Girls. And so we talked about like six seasons of Gilmore Girls. And every every season, uh, Edward Herman would be in the cast credits as special appearance by Edward Herman. But he just like played like the grandfather. And he had several scenes every episode, you know, just about. And uh, but yeah. Wonder- he would never be a part of the main cast credits. He'd always be special appearance by Edward Herman. I just wonder if that's a contractual thing. Yeah, that's what I said. It must be. Yeah. 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 So, so yeah, we see, uh, crease, Mr. Lee, uh, Martin Cove fighting this guy and we get lots of like flashes to crowd. And I, I, I swear one of them is Pat Johnson himself yelling, get him. There's like this older guy with a mustache. I'm like, that's gotta be Pat Johnson. Uh, so yeah, Mr. Lee, uh, rips his opponent's throat out and gets himself banned from uh, shoot fighting in Hong Kong. Uh, so yeah, he gets a, you're just like, Oh, he, okay. <laughs> he yeah, went there. Kind of shocking. <laughs> um, so yeah, it hasn't really been explained yet in this movie. What the heck shoot fighting is. It never is. <laughs> I don't think it ever is. When I heard of this movie, I was like, is it like gun, gun kata? Yeah. Gun kata. <laughs> But there's like no guns. And I'm thinking, what else is shot? Like there's, well, there is that one scene where Bolo Young and uh, uh, Nick and a little kid play horse together with a basketball. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe it's that. No, I I guess that's the the real shoot fighter. (laughs) I did Google it, though. It is basically just like mixed martial arts and wrestling. It's it's actually a real thing. Hmm. So. I don't know if they rip each other's throats and hearts out, but uh, well, I don't think so. I think that's something that uh, Martin Cove introduced. <laughs> uh, yeah, and he's called a disgrace and he's kicked out. And I, 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 I had to write uh, Mr. Lee's line here. Uh, if if I was at all a great uh, podcast editor, I just 
plop in the audio clip here, but I'll just read it. He goes, and, and just think of this in the best crease voice. Your provincial rules are a disgrace, old man. Only a fight to the death can determine a true champion. <laughs> and I just love the old man he throws in there. I'm like, yep, there's our first Karate Kid reference. His <laughs> crease calling somebody an old man. Um, but, and, and then I was like, maybe, maybe like they're implying that John Kreese like changed his name and fled to Hong Kong. And he's like fighting as this guy, Mr. Lee, because he really does sound like Kreese throughout most of this. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he could be. <laughs> All right. So we go to Los Angeles now and who we see first, but a floppy haired nineties version of Johnny Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking like Zach Morris in his 30s. Yeah, he is. <laughs> and uh, what is he doing? He's teaching a kid's karate school. <laughs> this is very familiar. <laughs> uh, he, he tells us he tells the kids, remember, what we do in here is more than kicking and punching. It's he discipline. says that a couple times. <laughs> he does. <laughs> <laughs> just say the just say the kicking and punching line again. No, nobody will notice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we also see Miriam DeVoe as his girlfriend, Cheryl, and Miriam is second build. <laughs> uh, what? Yeah. Well, that's because she's a Bond girl. So is uh, she? Yeah. Uh, can you guess what Bond movie she was in? One of the from the 80s. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, I have no idea. I haven't seen it. <laughs> OK, Matt, you don't know. Uh, I don't You're know. Guy. No. You've seen Bond movies, right? <laughs> I've seen very Please. few. Yeah, Matt's not a real man. <laughs> Darn it. No, uh, she's from The Living Daylights. What? What? I've never heard of that one. You've never heard of The Living Daylights? No. That's not the one that takes place in Japan, is it? It's the first uh, Timothy Dalton one. And I don't think it takes place in Japan. There might be a... Uh, I don't know. But uh, she no, plays... It's the, not if it's Dalton. Yeah, she plays a cello player, and there's this whole thing. They they end up taking the cello on a, a ride down a snowy hill. It's fun. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, they sit in the cello case, and he deflects bullets with uh, the actual cello. So, okay, um, I want to see this now. <laughs> uh, Cheryl is nursing a little girl with a bloody nose who's terrified her mother will find out about it because she loves this school. Like, the kids love this school. So, you know, it's not, it's not, it doesn't have like Cobra Kai notoriety or or anything like that. It seems like just a, a fun, you know, preteen, you know, little kids karate school. Uh, All right. So then we get our cool intro of Cheryl's brother, Nick on his motorcycle. And uh, yeah, like, like you said, he, he like walks in just in time to hear uh, Ruben uh, tell his students again, remember what we do in here is more than kicking and punching. (laughs) Um, wow. Again. <laughs> so uh, a couple things to note at this moment. Uh, Mary M. DeBoe is trying her darndest to give us an American accent. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, she's very British. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she mentions she mentions mentions coming from Britain, doesn't she? Oh, she does. Yeah, I thought I thought she said something about getting back from Britain. Hmm. So that maybe maybe her character picked up to... maybe her character picked up an accent. Uh, that happens if you live somewhere long enough. Ask Madonna. Ask Madonna. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and also uh, 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 Gillian Anderson. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 
another thing I want to spotlight that, you know, Nick is played by Michael Bernardo. I think I said Bernardino earlier, Bernardo. He's a world renowned martial art artist. Uh, apparently Michael has been training since age eight. He started his own karate Academy when he was 17. He lives in Ontario. Uh, it's still running today. Nice. Uh, during the time of this movie's production, he was dominating the national tournament uh, circuit and he is not an actor. <laughs> oh. His biggest credit besides this one is playing uh, his portrayal of ice thug number two in Batman and Robin. <laughs> so uh, shout out to Batman. I, must I don't know. I don't think he started. Else. He, I, you know, I looked at him and I was like, he looks like somebody and I could not place it. Uh, so maybe it was, it was his it. name for me. I, I think there's oh, another, really? I think there's another B name from, from that era of all the, all the, uh, B, B movie, uh, martial arts. I don't know. Maybe not. Uh, so we get some bronanigans, speaking of B words that I just made up, uh, uh with uh, Nick and Ruben, uh, Ruben kicking a cigarette out of Nick's, ha- Nick's mouth. Then Nick kicks a pack of smokes off of Ruben's head. And then Ruben roundhouses the pack across the room. <laughs> no smoking, kids. Um, we also see that Shingo runs the school. So, uh, All right. So we go to Tijuana and see that there's a shoot fighter cage tournament going on between a guy in braids and... Uh, and he's billed as champion, but I think it's only because he is the champion. I don't think that's his actual name. <laughs> um, and another guy in a patch. Uh, we see Mr. Lee again. It, Martin Cove is looking pretty dapper in the tux. And I guess he's in charge of this place. And we can see that his his rules are being followed. The champion kills the guy uh, and wins wins the match. So. I wonder why he wants a death match so bad for his fights. He just really wants to kill. Is he suicidal? Yeah. I, yeah. I guess maybe he figures he can beat anybody. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You, this movie does explore the concept of like, you know, getting addicted, get that, that, that rush of wanting to kill somebody. Like you can just catch it, you know? Um, and uh, I think, uh, I think Mr. Lee is definitely just loves the blood loves seeing he loves seeing people getting killed and he loves to say uh spoiler alert finish him uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh we also see uh okay we have tang we see a burly blonde guy then there's mr c and it, it's very confusing like like who's who like there's <laughs> they're they're worried about this guy that's not that's trying to opt out of contending. And so it's like one after the other walk into the locker room and you're like, which one is the guy in charge? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Usually it's the short guy in the suit. Yeah. Uh, not, Jane... not, not the big blonde guy with the mesh shirt <laughs> under his suit jacket. Yeah. Ruben calls him uh Godzilla later. So mm-hmm. I, I like that name for him. Uh, so you guys remember who Tang is? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Uh, he's he's the only Asian guy that is uh, uh, in this crew. Um, in fact, I just wanted to, I just pointing him out because James Pax plays him, and he is third build. <laughs> what? So again, the billing in this movie makes no sense. <laughs> so before the title, we have uh, Bolo Young, Miriam Debo, and James Pax in Shoot Fighter Fight to the Death. 
It's like, wow. these guys aren't the stars of the movie. Nope. Nope. That guy's uh, in one scene, right? He's in a couple, but it's not like he's got like a ton of lines. He's not like a a big thing. Uh, I did look up James Pax. Like, what's the deal with James Pax? And he was lightning in uh, Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> so that's his biggest movie besides this one. <laughs> so, uh, oh, and then we get a bar fight with Ruben and Nick versus a bunch of Red X. And I, I, uh, I do. Enjoy, I did enjoy that. It was kind of a. Like I remember that scene from Cobra Kai. Yeah. <laughs> um, and this is where Ruben starts getting excited. It's like, oh man, I've never been in a fight like that before. There's no points. I just <laughs> fight. And uh, yeah, he reveals he's in debt to a loan shark. And then we have Ruben and Nick uh, going through a legal tournament. And it's just so weird that Nick like has been gone for two years. He shows up and now he's like fighting in a tournament with, uh, with his buddy Ruben. Yeah. Uh, Ruben beats him three, nothing, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. That's a little, um, clue of things to come. Like, Oh, Ruben beat Nick. Okay. Um, (laughs) so yeah, Mr. Lee hears that Shingo is in LA because, uh, Mr. C was there spying on the tournament, you know, being a creepy creeper. Um, and so he hatches a plan to get Shingo to Tijuana. So that's like the big plot of this movie. It's like, how can we get Shingo to get to come to Tijuana willingly? <laughs> how can uh, we trick him? So the first thing we can do is we can have Mr. C talk Nick and Ruben into coming down and fighting for money. Uh, so yeah, since Ruben's in debt, they decided to take. They said decide to take off and upset Cheryl. Uh, they stop for tacos. Ruben is attacked by some mustachioed guy in a really horrible wig. <laughs> I know that guy. He looked really weird. <laughs> there was so much weird hair, hair in this movie. Like mm-hmm. it's just like, and and every time I, I don't know why, but every time I was so shocked by it, <laughs> and I shouldn't have been shocked, but I was. <laughs> when this clown stepped out, I was like, "Are they really expecting us to just okay? Sure, that's that's his hair. I yeah." <laughs> He didn't just pick that up at Spirit Halloween and run over to the park to film the scene. It's totally Spirit <laughs> Halloween wig. Maybe he did. Maybe like, he's like, I gotta do something illegal. I need a bad wig. Oh my God. <laughs> um, so yeah, Ruben uh, beats some blood. And I want to mention to our uh, listeners who were like, I'm not watching this movie. I want to just get remind them. Ruben is uh, William Zavka. Okay. Um, okay. So Ruben beats him bloody. This guy pulls a knife on him. And Nick has to stop him. He's like, you don't have to kill a man to win. And then, yeah, this is our first, like, like first Ruben is like, oh, I'm so excited to get the fight without points. It's awesome. And then it's like, now it's like he's falling to the dark side almost yeah. like within a day. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he was like, right. Like he was filled with bloodlust. Yeah. <laughs> Ready to kill. Yeah. Yeah. So back in Tijuana, we got the boys, the boys get down there and they're locked in a locker room. They actually lock them in a locker room, which is, you know, you would think that room is full of lockers and that's why they call it that. Okay. I, I, I workshopped that bit to my dog earlier and I'm just going to, I'm just going to work. Did the dog laugh? Uh, no, I thought it was just kind of, there's your answer. I thought it was like silent, like, you know, respect. No, I think she nodded That's at what me. We just gave you. Okay, thank you. <laughs> uh, all right, so Mr. C comes out. He's like, "There are no rules, 
but there's only one champion. And if you make it to the end, you can't back out. And then Ruben's like, so what are the rules? We got points. <laughs> and it's like, are you not listening, Ruben? Nope. But then Mr. C then surprises us. And he's like, actually, there is a rule. Beat your beat your opponent into unconsciousness. It's like, Which okay. I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's a rule. Um, uh-huh. All right. So the first fight is Nick versus some giant middle-aged guy. Uh, <laughs> uh, Nick wins. And then the next Ruben fights some other dude and Ruben wins. So yada, yada, yada. 300 bucks each. Yeah. Tang talks them into going to the next level for some more cash. And hey, it's 3,000. It's 3,000. I didn't keep track of the money. <laughs> but I love it. It's just like, he's like, yeah, you can go to the next level for more cash if you're interested. And uh, hey, maybe maybe bring your friend Shingo. What, what do you think Shingo might want to come down here? The, you know, there's, And they're like, no, no, but we'll fight. Nice try, Tang. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Ruben tells Nick not to mess this up for him because he doesn't want Cheryl harassed by ne- rednecks anymore. And I'm like, who's protecting her now, Ruben? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Cheryl is very ticked that Ruben is into shoot fighting. And she tells Shingo to help with class and to tell him uh, and, and tells him what, uh, Ruben is doing. And, you know, Shingo is like, Ooh. you know, he has the, you know, quick, and, and, and I love the scene. Like she sits down in a booth with Shingo and she just pours her heart out and he just listens. He's a great listener. <laughs> <laughs> he probably doesn't understand. And, and then he like, saying. yeah, he's just, well, like, he yeah, does yeah. then go to talk to his mother. Yeah. <laughs> his mother's yeah. in the kitchen. Yeah. I wonder if he's overdubbed in this movie. My brother thought he was overdubbed in Bloodsport. Uh, uh, so we get this cute scene in the school the next day where Shingo fights a six-year-old, and uh, and then then, then he and gives he, a, then he kills him by stuffing cake down his throat or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's the finishing move you try to pull on Mel before uh, we started this podcast. And yeah, doesn't I know. work. She's here. Yeah. He does give her. He does give him a cookie though, and all the kids get cookies. So, I, yeah, this is. I noted right here, and we've mentioned this already, but just Bolo usually plays scary bad guys, and I just think this is kind of sweet. I don't know, kind of kind of funny to see shoving, like just shoving those cookies down all those piles. <laughs> all these kids are just loving Bolo, you know. They're like, he's such a good guy, you know. <laughs> I, I don't buy it. He's gonna turn evil any second. <laughs> he's gonna snap all those kids' necks and like jump up <laughs> in the air and land on one. <laughs> yep, that's his signature move. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then, yeah, speaking of uh, Ruben's worries, uh, Shingo does fight off some rednecks that try to go after Cheryl. <laughs> uh, back in Tijuana, uh, in the next fight, Nick fights dirty by biting some guy's arm. Uh, and <laughs> this is great. I, I don't know if you caught this, but I there is a great moment in this fight where you watch Nick's fist hit his opponent's face in slow motion, quote unquote. Mm. But it's so clearly just him running his knuckles across the guy's face slowly to look like slow motion. <laughs> oh the guy's God. like reacting like, Roll. So it's, it's filmed hilarious. in real speed, but they're just acting I, in slow motion. Or they, they, they act in slow motion and they slow mo they slow mode that down a little bit, but it's <laughs> like, there's no like impact of his fist hitting the guy's face. It's just, yeah see it merely just kind of his cheek doesn't deform or anything yeah yeah uh all right so nick tries to talk ruben out of fighting but ruben needs that money and he's liking that violence uh and then ruben goes after his opponent but stupidly nick just decides to interrupt the fight <laughs> like there's yeah, that nothing was weird. bad going on it's just like ruben's like 
losing, I think. And and then it's like, no, I must save my friend. Uh, and so they're pulled into Mr. Lee's office. And how psyched were you to finally, halfway through this movie, get a scene between Johnny Lawrence and John Kreese? <laughs> yeah, it was interesting to see how they would, uh, how their de- dynamic would work in this movie. Yeah. They didn't have too many lines with each other, did they? No, there's a couple of different exchanges, but um, yeah, not really, uh, not really too many like winks to the camera. I don't think. I think they tried to like play this as seriously as they could. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, Mr. Lee is not going to throw them out of the tournament because of Nick's interruption. You know, they've got a, they've got respect because they have a mastered like Shingo. And hey, speaking of Shingo, could he possibly come down here? Like maybe it's like your <laughs> special guest. No, no. All right. <laughs> um, all right. So they go home and Ruben immediately gets into a fight with Cheryl. And it's like, I'm lying to you, but I'm mad because you keep ruining. You keep trying to control my life. And uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, Nick finds Shingo uh, training some ducks and asks for his help. But he wants to go on the nationals. He doesn't want to shoot fight anymore. So uh, but then Ruben shows up. He's like. I want training for shoot fighting. And of course, Shingo refuses. So we get this training montage with Ruben. Dueling training montages. Yeah. Ruben on his own and Nick being trained by Shingo. And Shingo like trains Nick by like kind of running him up and down hills. And, uh, you know, a little gym. Like we get some. Everybody's got their shirts on. Yeah. And uh, there's Nick does this like egregious split in his boxer briefs that no one needed to see. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Ruben uh, also like fights like two. Like, does he fight like the same gang of street thugs like twice? (laughs) (laughs) That's him again. Ah. (laughs) But yeah, he just kind of people get him this time. Yeah. And, oh, like, like I mentioned before, there is a scene where Shingo and Nick teach a random kid how to shoot a basketball backwards. Yeah. And then <laughs> that kid probably went on to uh, dominate the NBA. <laughs> you could only stand in the middle of the court and throw it over his shoulder, but it went in every time. <laughs> <laughs> that's, his, that's his move. Um, yeah, it was very weird because like Shingo would be like he'd hold up his finger and then he'd whisper in the kid's ear and then and then, then he'd show him how to shoot and then the kid would do it and the scene ends with them like going okay see you later and the kid like randomly goes i'm magic johnson <laughs> <laughs> uh all right so reuben goes back to mexico uh on his own and he finds mr lee uh practicing his sword fighting shirtless and it's like if you got it flaunted, I guess, you know, mm-hmm. yes. Martin. And of course, uh, uh, you know, uh, Mr. Lee's like, hey, uh, Shingo didn't happen to come down with you, huh? <laughs> no reason. He's so desperate. <laughs> but he doesn't want to let on like he is. Right. Uh, and then we see after Ruben leaves, we see Mr. Lee play Fruit Ninja. <laughs> <laughs> cuts his pineapple in half it's like ooh, look how look how sharp your sword is <laughs> pineapples don't hit back <laughs> uh and then reuben is shown to the locker room f- with all the competitors for the the real the real match and one of the guys says hey i hope you brought your body bag oh, oh that was that other movie 
That was forced. I really do feel like this was written by fanboys. <laughs> At least a little bit. Well, because they they incorporated so many elements from other movies in this movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you mean fanboys of just the movie, like certain movies, not just Karate Kid fanboys. Not just Karate Kid, but like yeah. even like, well, skipping to the end, but like when... Oh, spoilers. When Bolo Young does his signature move. Yeah. His yeah. signature yeah. move from Bloodsport. Yeah. And it's yep. like... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the big shoot fighting finals start, and first we get my probably my favorite fight of this entire movie, and this is Boa versus Buck, which is so hilarious because Buck he's just this big angry guy, and then Boa, well he like brings a boa constrictor into the ring, hangs it on the cage. And then he fights like a snake. He's like slithering about. There's this one point where Buck gets him over his shoulders and he just kind of wriggles his way through his This arms. was my favorite character, by the way. <laughs> this guy. He looks like he belongs in a new age band. Yeah. He's doing this like, I don't know, like the, I don't know. I, he, he must be like, you know, second, third generation Cobra Kai. I don't know. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, he super obnoxious. I thought I, I was rooting for Buck. I was like, get him, Buck. What? Don't... Are you kidding me? This guy was obnoxious. Bucky! This guy was amazing. So oh, smart. yeah. Yeah. He was, <laughs> he was so committed, to, so totally committed to that character of like, I am a snake. It's... <laughs> I was so sad when he, he died. Well, his heart got ripped out of his chest. <laughs> yeah, Mortal Kombat. I know. I'm so sad. It's like I was rooting for Buck to like just smash this guy, but then out of nowhere he rips the guy's heart out. <laughs> and Mortal Kombat came out around this time, I think. Uh, oh, he got inspiration. Yeah, Mortal Kombat yeah. as well, <laughs> probably. <laughs> Volcano's fatality. They're like, that's a good one. <laughs> uh, then we see uh, the next fight is Creon versus Mongoose. And uh, we like Mongoose because Ruben befriended him and he's from Canada. Uh, but he's unfortunately, the, he's, he's the uh, the standard. Uh, hey, we kind of know each other. Let's be friends. Oh, no, you died. <laughs> <laughs> I know he gets his throat slit because they're playing with swords. And like, that's when Ruben's like, oh, this is real. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> Wouldn't that be the worst feeling? Like you're in the ring and you're like, all right, what are they going to give me? What are they going to give me? Oh, no, bladed weapons. <laughs> uh, next, we have Perez versus Skeeter, which I just like wrote down like hair and nunchucks. I, I don't know. Skeeter gets his neck broke. Moving on. Um, meanwhile, Nick has arrived and he has to fight champion in the back room with both staffs. And I, I thought that was a pretty cool fight. They're both like really talented fighters. Mm -hmm. And uh, Nick... I make you know he doesn't want to kill, so he like chokes the guy into unconsciousness, and he doesn't learn what he wanted to learn. He's like, "You gotta <laughs> yeah. beat me if if you want to know where your friend is." And yeah, right. He's unconscious, so how did he find out where he was? I don't know. <laughs> uh, then we go back to the tournament, and I don't get these guys' names, but one of them is uh, like all of a sudden takes a huge bite out of the other guy's wrist, spits it right directly into the camera and then just starts hopping around like a monkey. Yeah. <laughs> At first I'm like, Oh, he's doing like a Bruce Lee thing. And then it slowly over the course of the match, he, he morphs from Bruce Lee into monkey. Yeah. <laughs> he like, he like jumps up onto the, 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 the cage and he's just starts like going, hey, 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 
to, to the audience and you can tell the audience just like, no, get that out of my face. Oh, <laughs> and he's like, ha ha, I'm a monkey. And <laughs> <laughs> thankfully the monkey gets killed. Uh, <laughs> Monkeys are frightening anyways. Then finally, Johnny Lawrence Rubin has been sitting on the bench for five fights now. And finally he gets to fight. And who does he fight? A guy with great hair <laughs> named Hawk. <laughs> You mean the guy with the mullet? The guy, yeah, the guy, the the black man who has had his hair straightened, basically. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes. Oh nice. It's so like love. <laughs> and, yeah, that like, guy. That guy was styling. And I, I just had no, to laugh really was. His name <laughs> well, did you think I was serious when I said he was styling? <laughs> they so, get swords, and I don't remember Ruben ever using swords earlier in this movie at all. That he strained it all with swords, but you know he seems to do all right. He ends up getting a sword to Hawk's throat and headbutts him because he doesn't want to kill him. Crease, I mean, uh, Mr. Lee yells, finish him. And um, Ruben refuses, but luckily Hawk just gets up and runs into his sword for him. <laughs> what an <Yeah>. idiot. <laughs> He's pretty dumb. <laughs> and look, was... he, he looks completely surprised by it. Like, what did I, whoa, I'm stabbed. Like, yeah, moron. Like, he was holding a sword. What are you doing running at him like that? <laughs> like, he didn't even just, like, run at him. He, like, got up into the sword. He's like, oh, yeah. the sword's right there. I'll just get up. It's like Damn, hair was in my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Shout out to the guy that plays Hawk, by the way. Uh, I looked up his IMDb. He is played by an actor named Thunderwolf. So Whoa. there we go. I like uh, that. That should have been his name. Yeah, right. I'm so Thunderwolf. That's cooler than oh, Hawk. Be Hawk. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So Nick gets caught. He's brought to Lee's office and he wants to fight for Ruben. He's like, if I win, Ruben comes home with me. And so they're like, okay. And then, meanwhile, Mr. C is telling Ruben, like, hey, you got to fight through everybody now. It's elimination time, uh, you know, starting tomorrow. And, by the way, there's a change in the lineup. And he doesn't mention that Nick is there. Uh, Shingo, meanwhile, has had enough. He's got Lee's number. He just gives him a call. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, he does his best at facially emoting through the phone. And Lee's just like, I can't hear you. Say something. Uh... (laughs) I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Lee starts talking about he's got this wants his honor and his title back, and he wants it in exchange for his students. So you better come down here. And uh, we also get the last of many scenes between Cheryl and this other girl, Jill, whose only character is just being in love with Nick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and really, all they do is talk about Ruben and Nick. Uh, it's not, every single it's not pass the Beck, Bechdel test. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, good for you. Uh, second build Miriam Debo. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the tournament begins again. And of course it's Nick versus Ruben who is still determined to win. Uh, and, uh, and d- during this like fight with like brother versus brother, we have Shingo making his way through just a random hallway to the tournament, like dispatching guards with little effort, like the classic, like walk up behind tap on the shoulder and just like punch like really quick. And the guy is immediately done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, back in the tournament, uh, Zach beats Ruben, but he's not going to kill him. And that's when Shingo arrives and he has to fight Mr. Lee to release his students. So Big mistake, Mr. Lee. <laughs> 
I love the fact that this fight is bookended by featuring fights with uh, where Martin Cove is fighting somebody. <laughs> Uh, oh, the should, movie is like, bookended. Yeah, it's like yeah. The, now. Now the movie's going to end with a fight between Martin Cove and, and, and somebody. Anytime else. Martin Cove has to fight, you can tell he has no training because it switches from wide shots where you can see everyone doing all their moves to just close-ups of him punching at the camera, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, Shingo's found a reason to pull his shirt off. You know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they get two sticks. Uh, well, actually, Shingo gets two sticks, and he. This is a weird moment. He just starts beating them together, and the crowd's like, "Yeah, good beat." And they yeah, just I don't know what that was them. about. That was weird. <laughs> and like, then at a certain point, he's like, "All right, that's enough of that." That's enough. <laughs> yeah, it's not like he was ramping up to anything. Uh, uh, Shingo gets Lee against the cage, and he just starts punching him a lot, but he refuses to kill him. So uh, he's got him down, but then Lee pulls a knife out of the his little arm brace. He's like, "Oh, that's why it was there." Um, and uh, yeah, Shingo easily catches catches his hand, breaks his arm so badly that the bone just completely pops out. It's like it looks like I don't know, like a wishbone breaking at Thanksgiving. It's it's really troubling. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he does his signature, jumping up in the air <laughs> and stomping on him in yeah. slow mo. That's uh, that's why I can't see him as a good guy. <laughs> it's when he, he finally, does... oh, go ahead, Mal. He does that so well. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny when he finally like pulls out the move, like he gets the look in his face, like, ah, you know, yeah. like, that's not even this character we've been seeing this gentle man, you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he turns into Chong Lee. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, everybody cheers. And like, we, we cut to Shingo and Shingo's just looking troubled. And then all of a sudden crash, we are now watching Shingo doing Tai Chi on a beach uh, at yeah. Magic Hour and the credits roll. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many things they had to wrap up, but they didn't. <laughs> nope. This is their Mr. Miyagi nodding moment. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but like, I mean, like in that movie, there wasn't that much left to like resolve, but in this one, there definitely was. <laughs> I mean, it should have been like like everybody's just like super mad that they that Mr. Lee is down, and Mr. Lee all of a sudden like makes a command like take him out. And now we have Shingo Ruben and Nick fighting their way out of there. Uh, th- that would have been cool, but no, we're just there's like, no, there's no closure on the girlfriend's stories either. No, I was very the, concerned about them or the story of the loan sharks or the, <laughs> the dojo that needed money. Yeah. I don't think Mr. Lee, who's just a stain on the floor is going to pay them the money. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I guess they have to go to Mr. C. Maybe Mr. C is in charge now or Tang. I have no idea. <laughs> Godzilla. <laughs> yeah. And I love it. It's just like we we're immediately like movies over. Here's here's uh, Bolo doing some uh, Tai Chi in a beach. Just OK. Or is it Kata or something? You know, mm. it's uh, and you're just like, OK, movie over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So that is the story of Shoot Fighter Fight to the Death. Final thoughts are like, do we recommend this movie to people who like want to see a a movie? Uh, No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Actually, I I recommend just skimming this movie and just (laughs) I, you know, if there was like a cut that like just to show the funny moments, I think that would be (laughs) what you would want to watch. And the fight scenes aren't terrible. The fight scenes are fine. It's just there's too many of them. But yeah, like. 
friggin' like some of the styles in this movie are just like just just gold. Like dude with the mesh shirt, the blonde guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he wears the weird sunglasses later. Yeah. The guy the guy that was like officiating the fights. That guy was gold. Oh, the guy who was like Aish. Aish. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! I swear, and I skipped over this, but I swear, like every single one of his scenes, they just sh- probably shot it like all in one take because every single time they go to him announcing a fight, he's just in the same position and he's in the same place and he's, I don't know, he's got the he, same application to that, his place. You could tell that that guy was just overly conscious of the camera or something because he just was like really awkward in front of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder if you're when you're doing movies. Like this, if you uh, oh Mel's got the guy with the wig up. Uh, the guy with the the, the homeless guy. He looks with like Doctor. He looks like Doctor Disrespect. If you know who that is, who's that? <laughs> look him. Look him up. Doctor uh, Disrespect. Yeah. Um. Look at that. <laughs> but I wonder, like the actors who were in this movie, like William Zabka, like I wonder what he was feeling at the time. Like, well, my career's over. <laughs> I'm doing this type of things. Are you know. kidding me? He probably have been like, like if they came to you, Matt, and they're like, "Listen, I want you to, I, uh, we're gonna put you in a movie. You're not gonna be the lead, but you're basically gonna be the lead, and you're gonna be in it with Bolo Young, Martin Cove, and like several like uh, dozen of like great fighters. You know, uh, you'd probably be like, "All right, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? as long as I get paid." Yeah. <laughs> Who is Doctor Disrespect? He's a Twitch streamer. Why does he have such bad hair? It's a wig. Why? <laughs> it's so bad. That's his character. <laughs> terrible. Uh, do we ever picture watch, watching this movie ever again? Um, I don't know how you watched it twice. My 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 brother <laughs> or my dad might be interested. Yeah, they would probably enjoy it. <laughs> okay. And uh, my final question is, do you guys ever think maybe we want to cover the sequel in the future (laughs) i don't know (laughs) uh let me let me tell you about it it is called it's called shoot fighter 2 there is no subtitle it is just shoot fighter 2 the revenge of the shoot fighter no it's just shoot fighter 2 okay i i did Uh, like I, i i hovered over the video on youtube and i'm like it's only three years apart but william zabka goes from like looking really young to looking how I picture him in uh, Cobra Kai in just three years. It's got a slightly worse rating on IMDb. Mm, just slightly worse. <laughs> just slightly worse. The description is, uh, and, and by the way, the description on IMDb is hilarious because it's just like, they just stop with, without even ending the sentence. Uh, the one I got from uh, another site, it says, uh, Nick Rubin and Shingo get blackmailed into fighting in another underground shoot fighting ring by a police chief whose son died in a shoot fight. Also, the ring is run by Shingo's evil brother. <laughs> Man, William Zabka looks right beefy in this role, though, in the second one. Yeah. So beefy. All right. Well, um, I, I'm definitely interested. Only because, you know, quite honestly, I think my biggest thrill was how much I've, like, over the last year, like, really warmed up uh, to uh, Billy Zabka. And just, like, I, you know, I've spent so much time with him now. Like, I, just like Ralph Macchio, it's just like, I consider any time seeing him, I'm like, hey, it's him. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, I, I don't know. It's just kind of cool seeing him in, in the movie. Um, yeah. in, a, in a movie where he's like, really, and it really, yeah, I, I was very depressed when I looked at his IMDb and I was like, where, what, 
what do I watch if I want more Billy Zabka? You know, it's just like mm. not a lot. And, Poor guy's you know, underrated. Yeah, yeah. Let's hope he gets the credit he deserves with Cobra Kai, you know? Mm-hmm. This was such a bad movie, though. And <laughs> I mean, really a bad movie. yeah. And I mean, like, I don't know. It was just like some of the scenes he was in were like kind of awkward. So <laughs> I don't know. It would be hard, I guess, to, I don't know. Just sell yourself as a good actor if you're just in bad movies all the time. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do, I guess? I don't know. You yeah. just got to get that check where you can get it. <laughs> yes. um, yeah, it'd be fun to get him on the on the podcast and be just like start talking about Johnny and then side tangent and totally geek out with him about shoot fighter fight to the death and see if he reacts at all. Yeah. <laughs> what did you guys think? What, what did you think of the monkey guy? So, like straight up first question what's up with the monkey guy <laughs> and are you do you have the do you have the number for the uh snake guy because mel really wants to talk to him i really <laughs> want to talk to the snake guy i think that snake guy is amazing <laughs> yeah all right well let's wrap it up for today and say goodbye for now to billy zapka and martin cove and martin cove of course it, both of them will be at the beginning of karate kid 2 and those who haven't seen karate kid 3 might be uh, happy to know that Martin Cove does return for a little while <laughs> in that movie. He sure we does. Could, we could say Martin Cove bookends that movie as well. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, awesome. Well, I'm happy everybody uh, listened for this for their the Monday show. Um, on Wednesday, we're going to be saying goodbye to a guy who I always thought was scarier. Uh, then Johnny Lawrence, and that would be uh, Dutch Chad McQueen, of course, in the movie Martial Law. And you can find that one on Prime Video, at least if you're in the States. I don't know where it might be outside, but I'm assuming it's the kind of movie that probably will, will be on YouTube as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but I'm super psyched. Uh, Cynthia yeah. Rothrock's in that one, too. Oh, She's great. Right, right, yeah. And they made a sequel to that one, and for some strange reason... Chad McQueen was recast. Uh, oh. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. Dang it. <laughs> All right. Uh, any any last words, guys? Uh, no. No? Okay. Well, thanks for watching <laughs> this. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we'll see you on Wednesday. I uh, want to let everybody know to email us at karatekidminute at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Just look for Karate Kid Minute. We're out there. And also follow us on Apple Podcasts and rate and review we'd really appreciate uh we love reviews uh ratings are cool but yeah if you write something nice about the podcast i really really appreciate it. it might even be read on the show all right and until next time finish him shut your cake hole <laughs> <laughs>